What's up, everybody? Jeff Saturday here. You're listening to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. In no way, shape, or form do I endorse this god-awful show. Welcome back to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tony. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Matt. Guys, we've returned from our extended darkness retreat, and we've got some unfinished business from last season to wrap up before we move on to the 2023 season. We're going to get through the results of our player rankings today, get a little mailbag action in, and we're going to drop a few shout-outs for our league and then a couple notes. Before we get into all that, though, Matt, congrats on the new arrival, and how we doing? Good. Uh, you know, baby Laurel Elliot Graham has entered the building. Nine pounds, four ounces of birth. So a hefty child um, that is uh, currently sleeping in her bassinet. She, you know, sleeps, eats, poops, minimal crying. About best you could hope for from a newborn baby. So it's going well. Thank you for the uh, shout out. Yeah, happy for you, man. Congratulations. So I've got a couple kids of my own. And the thing I found to be the most important when they're little, little is swaddling. How is your swaddling technique? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty fantastic. Uh, don't do it that much, though, because we have these swaddle onesies. What? It's like a, a onesie blanket thing that goes over their normal outfit, and it has zippers that go up and down for easy changing, um, and it kind of just pins their arms back, and it kind of pins their legs down. Wow. Pretty next level stuff. But in the, we didn't have it in the hospital, so I did most of the swaddling in the hospital. Not as good as the nurses, but much better than I was five years ago when I was doing it with Parker. For sure. We did not have that kind of technology when uh, I was wrapping my babies up in that little towel. Yeah, it's crazy what they do now. You uh, you think you could swaddle a grown man? You know, yeah, absolutely. Depends on the man, right? Yeah. Uh, depends on the willingness of the man. Uh, there's a lot of variables, but yes, I think I could swallow. They're going to fight you, right? That's what kids do. They uh, fight you. The arms trying to pop out, right? It, could I swaddle you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, definitely. Could I swaddle Kendall? I think I've already swaddled Kendall, Maybe. if I'm being honest. I think it's already happened once or twice. I'm trying to think, who's buffing or who's jacked in our league? Uh, Trey. Trey's pretty strong. Trey? Yeah. I, I don't think I no. can swaddle Trey. I, I don't think I can swaddle Julian. He's strong. Um, from what I've seen, pictures of Julian, he looks strong like Bull. Um, Alan looks like he's got some 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 power to mm. him. Maybe he could. No? Yeah. All right. I've never been a person. I could I could swaddle Albert. Josh is a strong dude. I still think I could swaddle him. Um, I think I could trick him. I know him well enough. Like, you know, I, I know how to gently talk to my baby mm-hmm. into letting me swaddle her. I can gently talk Josh to get swaddled. Nate, I think he's the wild card. I think he might want it. I think he's the kind of guy that does well with structure. He does side. well with yeah. he's like, he's like, I am ready. Yeah. <laughs> just looks just and he just looks into your eyes, no blinking the whole time. Yeah. I think Nate digs the swaddling. So yeah, you know, depends on the depends on the man. I bet I could. He'd be he'd be asleep very fast. All right. Yep. Our last episode, Matt, aired January 26th. I went back and looked. It's been a minute. Uh, we took a nice, long, extended break, and we owe our members of our league some proper recognition. I plan on going through all of our members uh, over the course of the next few episodes or so, but today we've got our 2022 champ, the smooth one, Eric Pollock. Uh, his son, Tyler, graduated uh, basic military training from the U.S. Air Force and tech school this past year. We're grateful for your family service, Smoothie. Smoothie has retired from the Air Force, uh, still working a contracting gig, but appreciate your family service and your guys' sacrifices. Thanks, Smooth One. Thank you, sir. And then uh, Nate, manager of the Vinegar Strokes. He wrapped up a semester of college, paid off a ton of debt 
You talk to him, he'll probably give you that figure. It's high. Got his girls through a year of school. Helped our mutual friend, Nick. Uh, he plays over in Taco Corp with us, Matt. Through some legal stuff recently. All while playing the single parent role here in the Springs. Really proud of what he's done not just this past year, but throughout his time in Colorado. Yeah, Nick's a good guy. Um, Nate, along with a lot of other people, and definitely some of the listeners, were very generous with their um, you know, non-baby shower, baby shower gifts for Baby Laurel. Yep. Nate was you know, at the forefront of that as well. Just, a, just an overall great guy. Next, Albert Rivera, our resident New York Giants fan. Just turned 35 in early March. I went and checked the birth certificate on that. I worked with Albert uh, over 10 years ago back in Utah, back when he was in his early 20s. He's come a very long way. He's got a beautiful family these days. Got himself a nice little career going, wearing uh, slacks and a polo. And I think outside of you and Nate, he's been on the most guest spots for us on the podcast. So thank you, Albert. And we're happy to see you continue to do well in life. Yeah. Shout out, Albert. Family man. Looks like he's doing it well. Yep. And a final uh, shout out we have here today. Like I said, we'll get to everyone in the next few episodes. But JC, aka Josh Callis, aka Dak to the Future, he had a birthday recently. I think we're close in age, so I'm going to say happy 53rd birthday, Josh. You say happy 53rd birthday. He'll tell you it's 29. Um, we all know it's you know somewhere not so in between those two numbers. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Josh. Also, you know, I mean, obviously, he brought his first son into the world. His oh, wife yeah. did earlier on in the season. They're coming up on a year now in August. So, but he's he's doing the dad thing and he's doing it well. I talk to him fairly regularly. So shout out Josh. Yeah. And uh, judging by the social media pictures and posts, like it seems like they're getting out a lot, going to some sporting events, hitting up some parks. So keep it up, Josh. All right. Moving on now to some league notes. These are mostly NFL notes, dates. We have a couple in here for our league, but April 27th through the 29th is the NFL draft. That's kind of the next thing for us as we just got through free agency. Lots still up in the air. Likely some trades we'll see on uh, in the top half of the draft. Should be a lot of fun. Please don't forget to relentlessly boo the ever-living shit out of the commissioner. As always, not me, Roger. Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Yeah. Uh the only time you can boo Tony is when there's a, a draft pick snafu. We will never have one of those again, but it bears mentioning here, booing commissioners. Um, yeah, Kansas City, I think, was where the draft is this year, and uh, those are some booing folks. Oh, yeah. I see, even with the Super Bowl win under their belts, I still see a lot of boos raining down on Mr. Roger. Yeah, they're spicy. Uh, next, uh, July 17th, that's the deadline for teams to sign their designated franchise tag players to multi-year contract extensions. It's a mouthful. I assume we'll see at least a couple of players who were tagged, signed to deals, guys like Tony Pollard, maybe Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, uh, Deron Payne on the defensive side. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, the big one, right? The biggest non-restricted. That's uh, a whole thing. We just we can go over another time. That might but. check both the boxes uh, for these first two dates. Uh, might be a trade yes. and a sign. So we'll see. The trade looking like it's more and more likely to happen after the draft because it there's like three or four teams that would make sense for Lamar that can't trade before the draft because they don't have a first round draft pick yep. this year. So there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff going on there. But we, we can get into that for future episodes. Absolutely. Uh, next up, August third through the seventh, that's Hall of Fame weekend in Canton, Ohio, and thus begins the preseason. September 7th, uh, the 2023 NFL season kicks off. For our league, our draft will be probably around September 1st or 2nd. We should go the weekend before the season starts. Season usually kicks off on like a Thursday. We'll have the draft order set a few weeks prior to that. We took a poll in our league, and it seems like the majority are fine with a random draw. I will admit I've enjoyed the competitions we've done in years past, but the random draw works for Matt and I. Maybe we bring back the uh, 58 West King Madness tournament next year. Sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds good. All right, mailbag. It's mailbag time. This week, we've got a very interesting question in from Twitter user. Let me see if I get this right. At LJ underscore era eight. He writes, Matt, Tony, your show is by far the worst podcast I've ever listened to. 
Thanks, LJ. But I've run out of options. Ken Francis is no longer taking my calls and I need some advice. Guys, what is an agent? You got this one, Matt? Yeah. So I like to picture my agents as, uh, you know, Daniel Craig, steely blue eyes, sleeps with all the pretty women um, and saves the world from the brink of disaster while we all sleep in our beds unknowingly. Tony knows because he's got, you know, only privileged people, you know, have the right to know. And Tony's privileged people. So uh, he knows, but I don't know. I sleep well knowing that guys like Daniel Craig are out there, agents mm-hmm. around the world solving world crises. Crises? Crises. That's that's what I like to think of as an agent. And, uh, you know, they take a lot less than 10%. A lot less than 10%. So kind of dig those agents. Yeah, maybe give Laramie Tunsil a call. After that, dudes, he just resigned with the Texans extended. After his contract runs, he'll have earned, I think it's like 130 to 140 million dollars. And he set himself up to get one more deal if he plays, if he plans to play uh, into his 30s. And he represents himself. So maybe you don't need an agent. Maybe you just need, you know, some friends who've kind of been through it. Uh, there's some guaranteed money things that are, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Because he did, because Mark Jackson doesn't have Daniel Craig out there fighting the fight. From the shadows. Yeah, that's right. All right. Jokes aside, I am rooting for Lamar uh, getting a long-term deal. Same. I I just feel like the chips are kind of stacked against uh, players in the NFL with you know the multiple franchise tags. I think they can do it like two or three times. Non-guaranteed contracts. It's the only sport, major sport in America that doesn't do it. And just the overall shadiness of how the NFL does business. Actually, that does remind me, Matt, there was a recent rule update from the NFL. Owners gathered recently and they went ahead and gave a, a green light to the number zero being worn by players. Did you hear that? Yep. Eagles are the one. Eagles are the franchise that suggested the rule change yeah. that was voted on mostly unanimously. So again, the Philadelphia Eagles on the cutting edge of uh, sports. And uh, yeah, now you can have number zero. Not surprising that it was unanimous. Um, I think this was a symbolic gesture. I think this is a personal opinion. This is Tony. Um, I think it represents the NFL giving zero f- about the NFL players. Am I wrong, Matt? You're not wrong, Tony. And I am also in the same boat. I am team Lamar. Yeah. I am team pay that, to, you know, to quote John Malkovich's Teddy KGB character from Rounders, pay that man his money. Uh, pay that man his money. He's earned it. He's MVP. He's definitely better than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Sorry. Blame. You know, if you want to be upset, be upset. No. The owner of the Browns, the guy that paid Deshaun Watson, yeah. who made a terrible decision. Cleveland Browns, on the future of the league, but don't blame Lamar Jackson. Don't blame Joe Burrow. Don't blame Herbert Hertz. All these uh, quarterbacks that are waiting on the pins and needles yeah. for the shoot Lamar Jackson shoot to drop. Blame the Browns. Let's move on with our lives. I am content with blaming Kendall and his team. That's I'm hundred percent okay with that. Yep, absolutely. All right. Anyways, moving on now to our player ranking competition results. These are for last season, and I know I should have gotten to these sooner, but we've got the final tally to share nonetheless. So, members of our league. Matt Kendall's OGV League, the Whiskey Flick Podcast, and the Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football League all submitted rankings. We calculated who the most accurate was and paid out some cash prizes to the winners of each category and the overall winner. I sent those out. You guys should have received your prizes. We'll go ahead and start at the quarterback position. Jason Baziotis, he took this one down by a narrow margin actually over you, Matt. We were all relatively close in this one with first and last separated by just 34 points. And then each point represents how many spots that we were off from our projections. So not too bad uh, from the field on that one. Yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was going through and I was like, all right, second place in quarterbacks. And then <laughs> you want to talk about cliffs and falling off of them. Mm-hmm. Your boy at Graham, the man 69, proved through this year's um, 
predictions that he really is only good for color commentary on this podcast, and you should listen to 0% of his fantasy advice. We're having fun. We're having a good time. Uh, for quarterback, though, Jason had five quarterbacks that he was within two spots of uh, in his projection. So very accurate and a very deserving win there for Jason. At wide receiver, Terrence of the Whiskey Flick podcast won this one handily. I was second here, but trailed him by 41 points by a lot. Just like Jason, Terrence at the wide receiver position had five players that he was within two positions of in his projection. So well done there, Terrence. I was bad. Terrence killed it. <laughs> yeah, and You look at the number and it's hard. We'll post a graphic or something. We'll tweet it out with it so you guys can get a better yeah. idea because I understand this is an audio medium. But um, essentially, it's just a number. And the lower the number, it's like golf, right? The lower the number, which makes sense because when I go golfing, my number is very high. <laughs> the lower the number means the lower differentiating um, between where you thought people would be yep. and where they ended up, that's for the most accurate. I think Terrence's number was in like the 80s or 90s when it's it good. came to wide receiver. It's very good. Mine was in like the 500s. I didn't even know it could be that high. Uh, did, I, did I get a new high score? You no, broke, you broke my Sucked. Excel spreadsheet, so I had to do these these uh, manually. Yeah, it wasn't good. It showed up dev error percentage <laughs> sign backslash backslash backslash. Yeah, all right, moving on to running back. I won this one with about a 21-point cushion little comfortable. My only win of this whole damn thing. I had six running backs that I was within three spots of for my projections. I was off by a lot on guys like Javante Williams, Jonathan Taylor, but luckily those were guys that we all kind of missed the mark on due to injury and just the team being bad. And finally, at tight end, Jason strikes again. Nine of Jason's tight ends finished within three spots of his projections here. Very, very good calls for Jason at tight end. For the most part, all of his guys were very close. They finished very close to where he had them uh, projected. Yeah, I listed a bunch of kickers and punters, apparently, in my tight end spreadsheet because it, it also did not go well for me. Yeah. So shout out to everybody else who did better. Yeah, Jason took two categories in this thing, but he was so far off on wide receiver and running back that Terrence was actually able to secure the overall win. Um, did very well, very consistent for the whole thing. Not sure where he's getting his numbers, but well done, Terrence. And uh, hopefully we can get you back for the 2023 season to defend your title here. Way to go, Terrence. Great showing. Wonderful job. Just just really glad that you're not in this league with us because um, I'm already really good at losing and I don't want another person who's better at this than me. Just kidding. I'm sure eventually you'll end up. In this. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good job. Good job beating us. Way to go. Yeah, well done, everybody. That was a lot of fun putting together. I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to like projections and stats and everything. So you guys are just kind of feeding that for me. So I do appreciate it. Parting shots. This is going to be a short one just because we're wrapping up 2022 before we move on to 2023. You know what? I'll just do a parting rant shot at somebody who betrayed me, a player that I really enjoyed. I liked a lot. And then now I'm just super glad that he ended up in New England where he's going to be a waste of space. And that's <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, who... You know, we're, we didn't talk about the Super Bowl. Eagles made it, lost ultimately to the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, everyone knows that. You know, one of the final determining factor plays of the game was, uh, you know, James Bradbury holding. It was a holding. I'm not here saying it wasn't. Yeah. It was a holding on Juju Smith Schuster. You know, and then Juju Smith Schuster to post a Valentine's Day card to James Bradbury saying, I'll hold you when it matters most. Funny? Sure. Shitty, considering he had like, I don't know, six yards receiving that game, something like that. Yeah, uh, not a fan of Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm glad he's going to be in New England. I hope Bill Belichick sits you on the bench for TikTok use. That's it. That's all I got. Belichick's going to have none of the TikTok stuff. I cannot wait. And before we do part ways, uh, I just want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Silicon Valley Bank. Remember, at SVB, we treat your money like it's our money. Literally. <laughs> 
hundred percent real, hundred percent real sponsor. <laughs> uh, tells you the funds that we have for this episode are less than usual. Zero. We had to but, pay. Uh, we had to pay them some. We had to pay them to say their name, but I think it's worth a bit. So, yeah. well, 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 well done, Tony. Well done, producing producers, Gosh, David Richter, David. for securing that for securing that uh, sponsor for us. I know you worked really, really hard in the wee hours of the morning getting yeah. that for us. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this episode was short again, but kind of puts a bow on our 2022 campaign, which was our third year making this thing. For this upcoming off season and in preparation of the upcoming season, 2023, we're going to have a free agent recap, draft preview and recap, mock drafts, more growing up with Matt and Tony, and of course, our player rankings for the next season. We'll be back very soon with the first episode looking forward towards the upcoming season. Until then, love you guys. Bye. Love you guys and gals. And gals. And LGBTQ plus individuals. Everybody. We love everybody. Josh. Josh. <laughs> He's not going to listen Like the mustache? Looks good with your five o'clock shadow. You just look like a like a dirty Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reek of like marinara sauce right now too. It's really strange. I was just gonna say, dude, you look like uh, you look like uh, the guy who plays Mario in a porn film. <laughs> it's me, Mario, with a nine inch. Can't promise you it's not me. Well, the last part actually that's a disqualifier. So yeah, there we are. Here to fix your pipes, Peach. <laughs> it's me, Mario. <laughs>